Oh my gosh. Now these fucking headphones fucked up. Are you kidding oh my me? God. Every time. Hello? I'm using Camille. Can you hear me now? Mines are fucked up. Hers are fucked up. Everybody, I just want to let you know now, never buy corded headphones. Because first of all, you look poor. Second of all, you look poor. And then third of all, they just don't last. Get you some yeah. AirPods or AirPod Pros. Link is, in the, <laughs> Link is in the bio. Corded headphones are coming back, though. Did you know that? Ew. I've been <laughs> seeing a, a lot of people with them, too. I'm like, this fashion ew. statement now, apparently. No, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's hideous. It's a hideous <laughs> fashion statement. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, All right. Hi, everything. Hey, you better Hi. keep all of that in. Uh, keep all of what in? The beginning part. Okay. That was Hi, bad. every twinkle toe. Hi, every dingle baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are back at it again with another podcast. Yes. Coming to you this week live from New York. It's not Saturday <laughs> Night Live. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing this week, Monroe? All right, uh, Timpy. We are, <laughs> we <laughs> are Tom P. Dimpy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, friends, we are doing Jordan Peele's Get Out. So, Ooh. what's funny is it's Black History Month. <laughs> I know. Not intentional. But... No, the timing could not have been better. Right. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, get out. Get out. Yes. So, we're doing Get Out. Uh, 2017, it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's horror, psychological thriller, Jordan Peele's first directing, producing, know, writing his, his debut. debut. Yeah. It's also a Blumhouse production, um, in association with a uh, monkey power productions, which are like both two very like outstanding, like horror film type yes. production companies. So, you know, it's about to be good. And you know, what's crazy too. I don't know if everybody knows Jordan Peele. But mm-hmm. he originally started off on Mad TV, mm-hmm. and then he just did a lot of comedy throughout his yeah. whole career until this movie. <laughs> yeah, he. It was interesting because when I first heard it, it was Jordan Peele. I was like, "Isn't that 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 guy from right that comedian? Yeah, Key and Peele. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, he's he just spooky now. Okay, and right. I'm down for it. I was here for it, and it was an outstanding movie. So yeah. it stars it stars Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya Kaluuya. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I yeah, Kaluuya. Right. And um, that white girl, Allison Williams. That bitch. Amongst some other people, um, other some iconic people, like, what's his name? Lil, Lil Rel Howery. That bitch, too. Yeah. No, yeah, he, just he's, Rel, yeah. Yeah. He's funny. He did a good he job. He is really funny. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to be making horror movies. Yeah, I mean, he was in one, so I wouldn't be surprised. This this movie won a bunch of awards, too, so it won. Yeah, yeah. I, I calculated it. I was going to ramble them off, but th- there's too many to, to talk about. It won 24 awards in total, so... Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, some not wow. all of them were for the movie specifically, but some of them were for, like, the actors and, you know, yeah, other stuff like that. But, like, 24 total awards, which is pretty amazing. It is. Um, and, um... One last fun fact here: It had the movie had a budget of four point five million dollars, and it grossed two hundred and fifty five point four million dollars at the box office. Are you fucking kidding me, Jordan? If you don't put me in one of your motherfucking buddies, I'm gonna fuck your life up. She made some coin, so, so to speak. did. 
Yeah. Ooh, they, so, they, they, they all, all they had to do, the actors, was work that one film and never work again. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, I mean, I don't know if they each got 255 mil. Well, but, I know, you know that, bitch. But they got to <laughs> split the, the amount that the movie made. True, yeah. Amongst all the cast, crew members, and all that other yeah, shit. Well, so. they just going to have to be 50,000 because mine's going to have to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm the face of this shit. You know? I got you a dollar. all righty so let's get into it let's do get out all right get could you get out thanks get get, could you get out of here oh is the cat out of here because he needs to get out (laughs) get the the hell out of here (laughs) all right so oh Oh. okay i'll I'll leave (laughs) (laughs) all right so we open up to a black guy walking in an upscale neighborhood on the phone Mm -hmm. and when he gets off uh the phone he notices that he's being followed by somebody in a car so next thing you know he's getting knocked out and snatched up and put in the trunk of the car yeah and then that was the intro song thanks everyone i know i actually created that but i didn't see any money coming in like i I haven't been paid but yeah i need those residuals yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. So now, uh, Chris, who is the main character, um, a black man, is mm-hmm. a really dope photographer, and he's packing up for a trip to meet and stay with his girlfriend, a white woman's, mm-hmm. uh, Rose's parents. So her name right. is Rose. Right. Um, he's very nervous, and he's on edge, and he's a little concerned because, like, how would they react if they knew he was black? Yeah, I find that a little weird. That she didn't mention that before. Yeah, like, why would you tell your parents? Well, yeah, it's not like you need... I mean, I guess it's not like you need to. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's black. But, yeah, it is also, like, a safety thing for somebody who, I guess, has never dated or, so to speak, never dated any black people before or brought home any black people. It's like, maybe it's worth mentioning, you know? Yeah, it's like, me being a black man, I don't know. I've dealt with that before. Like, if even if I'm meeting a new person who I'm not like necessarily dating or meeting their family or whatever but yeah i'm like um are they gonna be okay with me being black (laughs) yeah yeah that's gotta be so like i feel for that like that's gotta just be so weird to have to it is thank you mentally go through that yeah that's why we're best friends everyone i know Uh and he calls me the n-word when we get off every uh, every podcast you don't need to tell them that (laughs) (laughs) i can just don't cancel him (laughs) don't cancel him cancel cancel me yeah (laughs) all right so um chris gets a call from his friend and he tells him that he shouldn't uh have headed to like meet her white parents Mm -hmm. rod yeah, Rod, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting his name. And Chris hangs up because he's a little annoyed at that. So they like hit a deer on their way over there. They pull mm-hmm. over and end up calling the police. But my question is, why? Yeah. You hit a deer, oh, it's dead. Go to the fucking car shop, get your car fixed. Yeah, who right, cares right? about that? You need to the... call the police. Yeah. So the police want to know who he is, and she stands up for him. Well, the police want to know who Chris is mm-hmm. and Rose like really stands up for him and shuts the officer down. And so the cops just trying to be racist. Yeah. And you could see that she's like down for the cause. OK, mm-hmm. so they pull up to the house and we meet Rose's parents. Her dad is Dean and her mom is Missy. Mm-hmm. And then we see the black groundskeeper. And oh, yeah. What's his name again? 
Um, Walter. Walter. I almost said Don. You better don't. Zone. And so the Dish black soap. groundskeeper, he's like, he's like creepily staring at them like all meat. So Dean, the dad, he's a neurosurgeon, very eccentric and lively. Missy, the mom, she is also very reserved and soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. And so Chris gets the the grand tour of the house uh, from Dean. And then that's when we meet Georgina, who is the the maid. She's a black mm-hmm. woman. She's a maid. And so you can tell that they really like black people, huh? Yeah. It's it, it we're we're <laughs> supposed to be like, oh, you know what? Th- these people aren't bad. Like they're yeah. all they're all good. They're all down with the get down. Yeah, you hey, get um, down when you get down. <laughs> uh-huh. You better get down and not yeah. get out. But um <laughs> the one thing I wanted to mention is like when they walk in, Rose like messages to her parents that they hit the deer. And I don't know why this stood out to me so much, but she's like, Yeah, it really fuck us out. I'm like, is fruck a word? Fruck? Did you realize that? Yeah, oh, you know how I like, did not oh, yeah, notice it freaked, that. like it freaked us out. I always thought it was freaked, but I guess fruck is the past tense of freak. I don't know. Oh, that makes so much fucking sense. It fucking isn't that? Yeah, because she's it like, sounds right. it just it just fruck us out. And then like the mom was like, oh yeah, it fucked you out. And then he the dad said something <laughs> about like fucking, or I'm like, okay, this this joke has to stop. I'm like, there's no way that's a word. But I guess I know I don't believe it, but it sounds right. I guess I'm not educated, but yeah, <laughs> that's my side. That's my little tangent. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> So now Chris sees all these black workers and you can tell that he's a little thrown off by it. And Dean, the dad is like, I know it looks bad, but I just love people. We, we love everybody. Mm -hmm. So they all gather outside. They're sipping on some ass cold tea. Mm -hmm. And Dean is saying how Missy can hypnotize people. Yeah. So she helped him uh, quit smoking years ago. And Dean offers, for her to do the same for him because yeah. he's a smoker. Right. But he like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Bruh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So the maid comes out to refill her tea and she's like pouring tea for Chris and she just zones all the way out. So mama's like, hey, uh, you need to go lay down, honey. She's like, matter of fact, I will go lay down. Mm-hmm. And all around, it was just a weird interaction between them. Oh, yeah. I mean, with both of the servants, if you will, they're both kind of mm-hmm. weird. And like you're you're meant as if you were to be like, OK, what's what's up with them? Like, why are they acting yeah. all all strange? Uh-huh. That was it. That was the past tense of strange, guys. Yeah, strange. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a really weird encounter. Like what's going on with Miss yeah, Georgina? Right. Georgina, sit down. You're making everybody uncomfortable. Miss Baba G. So then at this moment in time when she, like, uh, um, Georgina goes off, uh, Rose's brother finally shows up, Jeremy, mm-hmm. and he's the very typical classic frat boy. Ew. And he's just, like, really aggressive and loud. and yeah. You know how frat boys are. Yeah, he looking like a real redneck to me, though. Although he's, like, I guess put together, like, just mm-hmm. his visual appearance, his hair, his face. He just looks like, you know, yeah, backwood. He does. Hillbilly. They should do a remake of the, the movie Deliverance, and he should play in it. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry if you don't know what that is, everyone. Look it up. It's the delivery room. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Someone's, someone's <laughs> birthing out those babies. <laughs> so now as they all gather for dinner, they just they're having a family convo trying to get to know uh Chris a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Now Jeremy, the son, is just like I said, very aggressive. Now he's oh, yeah. getting up and he's getting very handsy oh, yeah. and everything. He's just making everything really awkward. Oh yeah. So now when they're getting ready for bed, Rose keeps going on and on about race and he is like not having it. Chris is not having it. He's like kind of getting annoyed by this shit. And so he calls her out and she ends up apologizing. I'm like, just okay, girl, don't keep talking about it. I get it. I'm black and you're white. Right. So Chris heads out for a smoke later that night. And then he sees uh, uh, Walter, the groundskeeper, He's like running in the pitch dark. Okay, he's like running <laughs> really fast, like he's right towards him. Towards him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then right before he gets to Chris, he turns. He makes this ninety degree turn <laughs> and uh-huh. runs off. Yeah. And so he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he looks up in the the house, and he sees <laughs> Georgina just like looking at a reflection from the inside. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with these black people?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was just really weird. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" I'm leaving that day. I would be leaving. Yeah, it, it seems like the help needs some help. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, after Chris sees this, at this point, that motherfucker don't even want a cigarette anymore. He's like, "Okay, I'm going. Back. Yeah. I'm going back to bed." Mm-hmm. So he walks in the house and. Missy is sitting in the dark and she just flicks on the light and she was like, you should quit smoking. It's bad for you. Mm-hmm. You smoke in front of my daughter. Come in. Sit with me. It's just like really weird. I'm like, yeah, like, why are you sitting there, girl? Right. Are Go you waiting bed. for me? Yeah, clearly. So she's like, come sit with me. And then she grabs her little teacup and she just keeps mixing and mixing. With her little spoon. And he's asking her about how he, uh, how she does her hip Gnosis. Yeah. And she was like, it's not how the movies portray it. And then next thing you know, he's under and he's literally hypnotized. But it's weird because it's very unsolicited. It's like, bitch, I didn't ask to be hypnotized. I, I told you I didn't want to be. Right. She and just so like then, takes it upon herself and does it. Right. Without so consent. He um she tells him to sink into the chair. That scene was so Ooh iconic i don't know yeah. it was just like really cool how she it was, was like freaky okay sink into the chair he's like no 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 no. she says sink, sink. <laughs> yeah and he, he falls and he, goes. he falls deep into the chair and he's in the sunken place so that's what mm-hmm. they call the when he, they're hypnotized or he's hypnotized is um called yeah. the sunken place okay yeah and basically he's just like paralyzed mm-hmm. but he can see everything but he can't move or speak talk or yeah so then he wakes up and he is in bed and he's just like, wait, I was just like in that room, right? Mm-hmm. And then he finds out that the family's throwing a party. Right. And all of these people are coming over to the house. So time to get ready. Yeah. So actually, right when he wakes up, I just wanted to point this out. Mm-hmm. He he wakes up in the bed with like all of his clothes on and prior he didn't have clothes on. So as a viewer, it's just like, OK, it oh wasn't, it God, wasn't a dream. Really yeah, it wasn't a dream. Yeah. And this is the first instance that we see his phone unplugged because that keeps happening yeah. later throughout the movie. And then there's so, a teddy bear next to the bed. Yeah. 
That was earlier though, the teddy bear. But you sure? I thought it was yeah, when yeah, he yeah. Got, or woke no, because remember he when he first got up, he turned the head and then got out of bed and went to sleep. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. But I did just want to point out that phone thing because his phone was unplugged, and he's like, "Why is my phone unplugged?" Like mm-hmm. somebody's clearly trying to trap him in some sort of way, so he doesn't have a, a phone to call. So, right back to the shindig. So. He before before everything happens, he kind of like talks to Rose about it and is like, "What's up with your mom? She hypnotized me last night. What's going on with Walter? Like he's acting weird. I saw him last night." And Rose is just kind of trying to, I don't know, dance around it a little bit and say, "Oh, that that's just them." And you know, my mom, oh, she's she's a piece of work, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like this party happens, right? And it's just a bunch of white people, <laughs> and they're <laughs> and they're all just like asking weird questions to chris and then chris is just like kind of wandering around with his camera and he's just and like, like these questions are very much so race related it's like how do you feel being black and um are you fast and what sports do you play and just shit like that yeah so it's yeah definitely racially charged and mm-hmm. it, it's interesting because he is or so he thinks he's the only black person at the party and he comes along somebody else who's there, who's by like a table getting drinks. And he's like, oh, what's up? Um, the other, <laughs> the only other black guy here. And the, he turns around and we see it's the guy from the beginning who got, you know, taken. and Looking like Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, looking all old and looking <laughs> weird. And not as, definitely not acting as how he was before. We come to find out that this guy, his name is Logan. Mm-hmm. And he's like together with like some old bat um, who has him like <laughs> around around her arm and all that. Yeah. So Logan's acting weird, just like how Georgina and Walter are acting. So mm-hmm. Chris is kind of like, what's what's going on? This is weird. So after that little interaction, uh, Chris is walking around and bumps into this blind man named Jim, Jim Hudson, who is like an art dealer. And uh, Chris like knows him because Chris is a photographer and he's like in the art world. So they Mm kind of talk for a minute. Um, After that, Chris goes back to the house and heads upstairs um, during the middle of the party because he wants to go, you know, get on his phone. And Mm -hmm. he walks upstairs. And when he gets up there, like everybody at the party goes silent and is like, that was so crazy. It was that was weird. Yeah. And they just like look up at like the ceiling to like see where he's going. And they're kind of like, following him around and like listening from Mm -hmm. below, which is very weird. But so Chris realizes that his phone's unplugged again and it's completely out of charge. And so to me, I'm like, that's red flag. Number one, bitch. Like this is the second time your phone has been unplugged. Thank you. You need to get out. Okay. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Get out. Yeah. (laughs) So he comes to believe that it was Georgina and kind of like accuses her um but ends up getting on the phone with rod and is talking to rod about like how things are just weird here and like how the mom hypnotized him and rod basically just jokes about that uh you know the mom's like hypnotizing black people to make them all like sex slaves or whatever (laughs) and and chris is like okay no that's that's wrong but again he really needs to get the fuck out because he right. knows what the hell he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, after that little conversation, Georgina just pops up out of nowhere and just kind of apologizes for like touching his phone. And um, Chris is just like, no worries. Like it's all good. Uh, I just get nervous when I'm here, a bunch of uh, uh, around a bunch of white people and Georgina goes, Oh, 
no, 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 no. And she's like, I don't feel the same, basically. Um, as she's like crying, and I just want to point this out. Hey, bitch, you're sobbing. What? Yeah, I want to put this out. Betty Gabriel, who's the actor, she is really really pretty fucking good okay yeah <laughs> she is she is that was like she she didn't have like a huge role but her her role is very impacting and impactful i should say i guess mm-hmm. um she knew how to like play that character that was stuck but also came off very crazy but did a really yes. good job at it so yes i just really felt it when she when she was on the screen all right, so Chris, Chris is just like this girl crazy. Um, he goes back outside to the party, and then as he uh, gets out there, he's approached by Dean, who has like a group of people, and um, he's trying to introduce them t- to Chris. And then this Asian guy kind of just like verbatim asks Chris what his experience is being like an African American person, oh. and and just like bluntly asks him. Um, and Chris just kind of like <laughs> passes it on to Logan, who is passing by, and he's like, Hey, you, what do you think about this? What can you have? Like, what do you have to say about this? And um, as Logan's explaining it in kind of bad, I don't know, words, he's not really saying it, I don't know, in a, in a mm-hmm. black like, person sort of way, I guess. Yes, that makes I sense. would. Um, yeah. Yeah, not the AA. Vernacular A A V E, African American vernacular English. Right, he's saying it kind of. I don't know. I don't want to bring race into it, but it's like an old white man would say it, right? <laughs> yeah. okay. Yes. So as Logan's explaining this, Chris takes a picture of him, and the flash goes off, and this kind of stuns Logan, and it sends him into this sort of spiral. His nose is bleeding. He starts yelling at Chris, "Get out! You get need to get out!" out! And causes a scene. We come back into into the room and then the next scene and like Logan is been fixed and he apologizes. So Rose and uh, Chris kind of go on for a walk. He's Chris is not really having it. Chris is just he knows something's up. He's not feeling the vibes here and he kind of wants to go while they're on this walk, though. Everyone, all the white people are back at home playing bingo or a their, version of bingo. Yeah, their version of bingo. <laughs> yeah, that is actually like a silent auction for uh, bidding on Chris. And Jim Hudson, the blind art dealer from earlier, is the person who wins or I guess walks away with Chris or whatever, wins the auction. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris is just like, I need to get out of here. He's like, I can't stay here. I love you, but we need to go. And I'm confused because they've only been in a relationship for five months. Why are they four, four months? Why are they uh, saying? Why are they saying I love you? And why is he meeting the parents already? I mean, bitch. Thank like you. They're thank you. Pretty fast with all this. I was think. Okay, I don't know about anybody else. If I were to meet somebody or like my partner's parents, mm-hmm. you have to give me at least eight months to a year before I meet your fucking parents. Yeah, I would say like. This, the Shit. shortest amount of time is six months because that's yes. like a half year. Yeah. But right, I'm like, mm, you guys are already saying I love you. It's only been four months. Mm, I, don't, say? I don't know about that. Maybe that's just straight people for you. Yeah, 
I don't know. Gross head rose. That, yeah, that makes me <laughs> that, that freakies my deaky right out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they after their little conversation, they get back to the house, and now it's nighttime. Um, the family's all waiting for them, and Rose is like, "Yeah, sure, we can go." They they head on upstairs. Chris sends the picture of Logan to Rod, and Rod's like, "We know him. That's that's some guy." Yes, yeah, such uh, a such from back in the day. You know right. what I'm saying? His name's Andre. Oh, yeah, that's he's, his real name. His real name is Andre. Right. Chris is just like, he's with like this old woman, and none of this makes sense. He's not acting or dressing like he's supposed to. And Roger's like, sex slave, sex slave, like pushing that narrative. <laughs> and Chris is like, okay, well, we got to go. It's time for us to leave. So as he's packing up, he sees like this little crawl space door open inside Rose's room. He looks in there and sees all these old pictures of Rose who. Has, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, who has been dating all these different black people um, in the past. Although she told him, Chris, that she didn't ever date anybody. He was her first. And he's seeing, oh shit, this is red flags. She's lying to me. Something is really bad going on here. So he's wanting to get the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now either Rose has jungle fever or the bitch is up to no good right so <laughs> he's he's just like okay we're going we're out he grabs his back he rushes downstairs he's but he gets to the front door and like the family's all surrounding in a way mm-hmm. rose he's keep he keeps telling to rose to look for the keys where's the keys where's the keys where's the keys and this is where my hands start to get really sweaty okay yes um the brother's by the front door. The dad's over by the fireplace. The mom's just sitting there, probably with her fucking glass of tea. Yeah. Of tea. And Rose cannot find the keys. She's like digging around in her purse. I can't find them. I can't find them. I can't find them. And I just want to say she's a good motherfucking actor because next thing we know is that uh, Missy taps the glass and Chris falls back into the sunk place. And we find out that the family is looking to get Chris for some purpose and that Rose was in on it the entire time. Mm-hmm. She's standing there jingling the fucking key. She's like, got him. She's like, they're right here. So she she's, was, she's a good actor. If she, could, she is. If she could date somebody for that long. And I know. Like, put up a front. That's yeah. some true, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like gaslighting, gatekeeping. I don't know. Something like that. She, cause she's, she's a, uh, she she's comes off as an ally you know she comes off to be like on his side and trying to be there for him and make him feel comfortable as the only token black person amongst all these white people and then switch up she said psych bitch i'm here to to get you i'm like rose fuck you okay now (laughs) rod is trying to contact chris and he's worried when he can't reach him and he finds out Andre, the picture that uh, Chris had sent to him, is missing. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, something's fucking wrong. Something's really wrong. So now they have Chris strapped down in a chair. Mm-hmm. And he's forced to watch. It's basically an infomercial of the the family, of mm-hmm. Rose's family. And they keep like flipping scenes. So they'll do like the... They're telling what their big purpose is, but it's like very vague. And then they'll switch to another scene where it's the teacup, and then Swirling. he's back under into the sunken place. Yeah. So now 
at this point, Chris has been missing for two days. Mm-hmm. And Rod is trying to get the police to find him or help him find him or track him. And the police think it's a big joke. And so he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do this myself. So he calls Chris's phone again. Rose is like the best actress in this fucking movie because she's oh, like, oh my god, this is funny. Flipping. She's sitting there with the straightest face. And she's, she's like, I don't know where he is. She's acting as if she has all these emotions. She's like, oh no, that's so sad. But like her face yeah. is just complete. No expression. No emotion. Exactly. Right. So fucking funny, honestly. And so then he's like uh, gaslit by her because she's like, it's okay. You can just say it. He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you always wanted to fuck me. I know, by the way, you've always looked at me. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Where's Chris? <laughs> yeah. He's like, this bitch fucking crazy. Yeah. He's like, Which, this bitch is good. Facts, facts. Right. That was probably my favorite scene, though, just because I found it so comical to see her acting just so fucking straight faced. But yes. Having and no emotion. How, how yeah. Rod was acting, too. Was yeah. Just, it was like, the whole scene was funny as well. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But okay, so um, one of the men from the party who Chris actually admired, which was that, that who was it? The guy Jim, who, the Jim Hudson. Yeah. Jim, okay. So Jim from the party. The blind guy. Mm-hmm, is te- uh, now on the television in front of Chris. And he's telling him about the procedure. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they basically transfer white people's consciousness into black people's bodies. And yeah. they, they're so uh, um, intrigued by black people because they don't look like they age, uh, their athleticism, and like other shit. Yeah, stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And so the black person whose body it is, uh, their consciousness lives in the sunken place while they just float in their mind and watch as uh, the white, white consciousness person. controls their body. Yeah. So as they're getting ready for the procedure, Jeremy goes to fetch Chris. And Chris was a smart cookie. He mm-hmm. had uh, took some stuffing out of the chair that he was strapped down in to plug his ear. So the next time that the teacup tries to hypnotize him, mm-mm, it ain't going to work on me, baby. So I cannot then, hear that. I know. <laughs> so Jeremy is like about to put him in a wheelchair and take him to the procedure room. And then next thing you know, Chris is standing behind him with one of those fucking Bashi balls. Yeah, and cracks him over the head. Mm, and those are heavy. Oh, they are. Yeah. And he's still moving and twitching and shit. He cracks him again on the head. And I'm over here like one more time, one more time. I was like, <laughs> no, bash it till it's flat as a pancake, bitch. Yeah, you want to no, make sure the brains crate. The brains got to be scrambled. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, and so. Dean is wondering what's taking Jeremy so long. And Chris runs up on him as he steps out in the hallway with uh, a deer head. And the <laughs> antlers just stab right through his body and his yeah. throat. That was a good one. That was. I, I didn't was like, see you that did coming. It. Get yeah. him! Yeah. Stab him! Like, how creative is that? He just saw that deer head with the antlers uh-huh. on the wall. He grabs it and he's like, I'm going to stab his ass with this. I yeah, would not have thought about that. He rammed his ass with Oh, yeah. Shit. Like a battering ram, right? Into, yeah. <laughs> right into his body. Yep. Yeah, that and was good. so now he goes to leave and he, he runs into Missy. 
and she's about to go reach for a cup and he knocks it down and she stabs him in the hand and he takes that little knife and he stabs her in the fucking face and kills yeah. her I will say I'm happy that he killed her. I just wish it was in like a more graphic way. <laughs> I know, and they didn't even show her get stabbed. No, she like, just kind of. We just heard like the slit, and then she her body fell, and I was like, yeah. "Aw, I, I wish like, it, no. I wish there was more." Because she was the, whacked her. Yeah, because she was the one that was pretty much manipulating the whole thing. She's she's the psychiatrist hypnotizing yep. him, and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, she could have been done way more dirty. Right. So now Jeremy was not dead. Mm. And that's why you always people anytime you're being assaulted or you're fearing for your life it's a life or death situation if you have the upper hand end it for them yeah you gotta make sure <laughs> you gotta make sure you see the brains people okay right. the brains need to be not inside the head anymore they gotta be on the ground right <laughs> <laughs> scrambled yeah scramble that fucking head so uh, yeah so he wasn't dead and then Mm-mm. he runs up on him he's keeping him from leaving yeah. Uh Chris at this point is about to pass out. He still has the letter opener stabbed through his fucking hand. Yeah. And he pulls it out and then stabs Jeremy in the leg, finally ending his, yeah. his tyranny. Bye, he Jeremy. Stomps his fucking head in. Now oh, that's where that's, the brains go. Yeah, that's the brains. Okay. Yes. So now he hops in the car and as he skirts away, he uh Georgina's <laughs> <laughs> runs in front of the car and she gets hit. She gets hit. And that was funny to me. And she was like, that ah, was funny. Hey, whack. Okay. So, <laughs> she's coming out of nowhere. So he keeps telling himself, he's like battling with his morals. And he's like, leave this bitch behind and just go. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, no, she's a, a fellow black person. So he puts her in the car and they're driving off and she wakes up. And <laughs> oh, this scene is so funny. And she starts screaming. She's like, you destroyed my house! <laughs> yeah. Starts, like, grabbing him, tries and to choke him. We come to find out that that's Rose's grandmother. Her consciousness is in Georgina's. But who's right. to say that's even her fucking name? Right. It's probably not it's even probably Georgina. Not. No. That sounds and like it's... an old slave name, name anyway. So. Sounds like an old grandma name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she starts attacking him in the car, and they crash, and mm-hmm. she ends up dead. Yeah, so she dies. Which was so, kind of sad. I was yeah. I didn't want, I want that her to, to snap out of it. Yeah. And so now Rose is chasing him down to get Wait. to the crash with the rifle. Yeah. Before that, though, I just want to talk about that that scene where Rose is like sitting, listening to music, and oh my god, she's eating, eating cereal but drinking <laughs> she's a eating, glass of milk. She's eating one Fruit Loop at a time, like nibbling on it, and then like sipping a milk through a straw. I'm like, girl, and just if, eat it. If that does not scream psychopath, bitch. I don't know <laughs> what else does. And then but, she hung up all the pictures of the people yeah, that she, she took in yeah. the background. While she's eating these Fruit Loops one by one, she's on her laptop, like... Searching for her next searching victim. Searching for her next victim, exactly. So, I'm like, damn, this bitch is heartless. Yeah, she's, she's funny, though. Yeah. She, she's funny. <laughs> all right, back so to now, back to the car crash. Uh, he's in the car. He's trying to get his shit together because he's a little confuzzled, probably mm-hmm. concussed as well. Mm-hmm. And she's shooting the car with the rifle. So he hops out and he runs. And she's like, Grandpa, get him. And yeah. who is her grandpa, everyone? Walter. It's the fucking Walter. It's the groundskeeper. Are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? He's doing his wind sprints. Yep. And so he <laughs> chases him down and he tackles him. He's getting ready to 
crack his skull open. Yeah. And Chris pulls out his phone and snaps a picture, which mm-hmm. uh, the Flash snaps him back to reality. Stuns him a little bit, yeah. And so when she finally approaches, she gets close enough. Walter stands up. He's like, hey, I'll I'll do this. Give me the gun. Mm-hmm. And he takes the gun and he shoots Rose in the uh, in the gut. Yeah. So everybody knows a gut shot. You're already going to die from that. Right. So then he turns the gun on himself and he, he shoots himself. Yeah. Oh, I, was I was so like, no. sad. Yeah. So I thought that was a good twist. I didn't see that coming. You know, Georgina being the grandma and Walter being the grandpa. Yeah. But I was really sad to see them go. I wish, you know, I wish they had they had lived. It makes you start thinking about, like, how long were they under? Because at this yeah. point, I wouldn't be that mad that he killed himself because he probably was under for like two years. He probably wanted to be out in place for that for long two fucking years. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm killing myself. I and you have like a, back. like a brain transplant or something. Right. So how is that re- re- reversible? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But I did feel so bad for them. I was like, Oh yeah. And so then, um, she's like reaching for the gun. Rose. And, yeah, Rose is reaching for the gun and Chris is like, uh-uh, honey. Mm-mm. He pushes the gun away and he starts to choke Mm-mm. her ass out. Oh, that was and she's fun. like, but I, I love you. And then she starts smiling. Yeah. Like evil smile. <laughs> um, menacingly, yeah. And so then, next thing you know, bloop, bloop. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, cop lights show up. And yeah. Like, oh, and she's gosh, like, yeah, help, help yeah. me, help. And uh-huh. guess who steps out? It's a TSA cruiser, baby. Whew. It's fucking Rod. My hands could stop sweating. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so they drive off, and as they're sitting in the car, this scene was so funny because Rod's like, <sighs> didn't I tell you not to go in these white folks' house? <laughs> yeah, he's basically, I told you so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they drive off, and Rose dies from her injuries. Yep, and then that's and then where he it was ends. like, "Yeah, he was like, how 'How'd you find me?'" He was like, "Didn't I tell you I'm T.S. motherfucking uh, A?" a. <laughs> and they drive off into the night. Yeah, and that was the end. Yeah, that was the end. Now, the only question I have is, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened to Andre? Logan, Logan, Andre. Oh well, the, the, he left with the party. Like they all were leaving. No, so. I know, but like I just want to know: Did he ever get out? Oh, I guess he I never hope got so. out. Yeah. Maybe we had to wait. Too. I was gonna say maybe we had to wait for Get Out too. Rose <laughs> actually didn't die on the side of the road. Oh, you better the, don't. <laughs> the dad and the mom actually didn't die. Right. Somehow Jeremy's still alive, and then Andre. Yeah, he's just still stuck. Uh, in a motorized wheelchair now, and he's still sunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god, I love this fucking movie. What a great movie! I it's a very, hated it's a very... It before. Really? I did. I hated it before. Why? I just felt like it was that too. Me. Um, it hit too close to home. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe I just didn't want to see it like that. The struggle, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it definitely like wakes you up a little bit as a as a viewer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it, it probably is more scary being in the you know perspective of a black person. Uh, I'm sure it's it's more terrifying on that sort of end of things, just watching yeah. this and how real it actually is or could be. And um, I'm like, does that shit could happen? Oh my god! Yeah, and just you know, <laughs> all the like the little underlying realisms that actually happen in, 
in today's world you know not sitting here saying like oh we can transplant brains but you know all the little things yeah like they can all the microaggressions in a white neighborhood stealing black people right exactly or something i don't know right but but overall i feel like the movie was very like rewarding to watch oh my god it was it was freaky it was thrilling it was scary but at the end of the at the end of the movie everybody died that you wanted to die and chris got away so oh spoiler (laughs) (laughs) but um i i actually like after rewatching this movie oh my god i fell in love and plus i was watching it high and shit i was like whoa this is deep as fuck bro yeah and it It is pretty deep yeah it is really deep so how many boos do you give it i actually give it point like a half a boo i don't give it any boos i really enjoyed it a lot i just really wish that they would have um because i don't like when movies end without us knowing all the lot of like everything Yeah. yeah so like how um the whole house burned down, but I feel like they should have did it three months later. Like yeah. how he got out of not going to prison. And yeah, I feel like I understand that. I I I do. I was like, mm, it would be nice to like know the epilogue, so to speak, of what else mm-hmm. happened and how it really ended. But I think it ended in the perfect spot because we don't need to see all that. That none of that really um matters in terms of the storyline everybody died that you wanted to die and chris got out i mean that's fair i like you know it's it's like it's like i just feel i feel it would have been too like just too much information we don't need to see oh how we got out of it and if you went to like jail or any legality of it because that's not the purpose it's more so you got a good point okay yeah it's more so him getting out now if there's a second movie then that's probably where it would start i would say is so how we got out of it, Tom and then said that guys, I, I, uh, um, I'll go to no booze. No At booze? least I did half a boo though. Yeah, but now I'll do no booze because how you just explained that that made a hundred percent. Yeah, I think it, I think it per- it perfectly ended at the right spot. So, well, sweet, that was get out every tinkle dinkle. Get out! I hope you guys enjoyed it. I think that was like one of my favorite ones that we've reviewed. Me so too. Far. I was just it's, about to say that, bitch. Yeah, I'm happy to be back on movie reviews, and I think that's where we're gonna stay. Um, because yeah, shows are long process. They're way too long. So I'm sorry if y'all like the shows or whatever, but maybe on special occasions. But for now, strictly movie review podcast. Strictly dickly. Oh yeah, movies, movie mm-hmm. podcast. Uh huh. That's what mm-hmm. he was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> penis podcast review. <laughs> How long is your penis? Um. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Okay, do you want to let every 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 tinkle know what we're doing next week for the pod? Yes, yeah, so for the pod next week, what we will be doing is... That's a drum roll. Split by Ammonite or Shamalakalan. Yes, we're doing Split. I'm excited for that. That'll be good. And that Another one is close to home for me because I have Split. Personality disorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is another like more, I guess, on the recent side of of movies, and I think it did pretty well. And um, I think people will be excited to hear us speak on it. So, well, that's the pod this week, everybody. All right, love you, everybody. Wow. Yeah, and we'll see you on the next one. Deuces. <laughs>